Law enforcement suicides are at an all-time high right now. One of the causes is poor leadership within the law enforcement profession. Nick, the host of the Roll Call Room podcast, has written a book, Police Mental Barricade, A Survivor's Guide to Poor Law Enforcement Leadership. This book is a raw and powerful look into suicide and how poor leadership decisions contribute to law enforcement suicides. Buy the book now at mentalhealthbarricade.com and stop the stigma. Hey folks, I'm so excited about this brand new sponsor, Ferocious Beard Company. This company is fantastic. They have a lot of great assortments of beard wax, wash, and oils. They've got apparel, they've got soaps, they've got a whole bunch of different things. Go to ferociousbeard.com, use promo code ROLLCALLROOM, and you get 20% off. I absolutely love their products. I'm telling you, I've used a lot of different beard products. Mike and I have been searching for a beard company for a long time as a sponsor, and we finally found the best company out there, which is Ferocious Beard Company. And they're out of uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Go on ferociousbeard.com, use promo code Roll Call Room, and you get 20% off. The issues discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast do not reflect the opinions of any specific agency. Any characters discussed on this show may be fictional for comedic value unless you're a shitbag Steve. This podcast is rated explicit and listener discretion is advised. true stories. May 26, 2003, Aaron Ralston was hiking. A boulder fell on his right hand. He waited four days. Then he amputated his own arm with a pocket knife. On New Year's Eve, a woman was bungee jumping in Zimbabwe. The cord broke. She then fell into a river and had to swim back to land in crocodile infested waters with a broken collarbone. The most amazing part of these stories is when asked about the experience, they all smiled, shrugged, and said, I guess things could have been worse. When your day is a museum of disappointments hanging from events that were outside of your control. When you find yourself flailing in an ocean of why is this happening to me. When it feels like your guardian angel put in his two-week notice two months ago and just decided not to tell you. When it feels like God is a babysitter that's always on the phone. When you get punched in the esophagus by a fistful of life. Remember that you will survive. Remember things could be worse. Remember we are never ever given anything that we can't handle. When the world crumbles around you, you have to look at the wreckage and then build a one out of all the pieces that are still here. Remember, you are still here. The human heart beats approximately 4,000 times per hour, and each pulse, each throb, each palpitation is a trophy engraved with the words, you are still alive. You are still alive. Act like it. I invested too much to quit. I made too many sacrifices to give up. We've come too far. We've been through too much. We've seen too much. We've had too many victories. We have seen defeat. We've looked defeat in the face and we've overcome it. We've come too far to give up now. We've come too far to be negative now. We've come too far to start overthinking now. So when life happens, I don't just sit there and cry. I, I buck back. I buck back. And the process is not supposed to be comfortable. So if it hurts, welcome to the big leagues. If you feel like you're under heat, praise God. If you feel like you're being pressured, praise God. But when God looks like he's pulling you back, eventually he's gonna let you go. And the farther he pulls you back, the farther he pulls you back, once he releases you, boom! The spirit of resiliency, the spirit of grit, it's in your DNA, it's in your blood. Overcoming is in your blood. Getting through adversity is in your blood. Your ancestors got through so much more. We will be all right. We need to focus on where we're going, not where we come from and what's happening. 
I just need you to keep walking toward it. I don't need you thinking about it no more. You're doing too much thinking. You're analyzing too much. You're talking yourself out of it. I don't know if this going to work. I tried and it didn't work. I just need you to keep moving. I need you to make up in your mind that the only way you can lose is if you quit. I just need you to keep going. You got to tell life, I don't know who you've been dealing with, but you ain't dealt with me. You got to tell bankruptcy. You got to tell divorce. You got to tell sickness. I don't know who you've been dealing with, but you come up against the wrong one this time. You can be and do whatever you want and nobody can stop you. Nobody can stop you but you. And welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast, the podcast that pissed shitbag Steve's off and fucked over my dad. And now your host and my daddy, Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Roll Call Room podcast. My name is Nick. I am one of your hosts, my co-host. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Mike, how are you doing? Hey, buddy. What's going on? How's work been, bro? It's got to be crazy, huh? Busy, man. Real busy. Really busy, right? Is yep. It, is it lightening up or I mean No, no. You know, it's uh it's uh I watched a video the other day in um Brooklyn, I think it was, or the Bronx where they were throwing fucking bottles and shit at two, three parked cruisers or something. Yeah, it's just it was disgusting. Man, I the standout shit's gotta stop, bro. Yeah, it, it's stop. just uh you know, let's defund the police department, but hey, I'm getting paid overtime. Yeah, yeah. How long do you think that's going to be until they can't afford that anymore? I don't know. I read an article today um, that uh, first two weeks, um, I think the city paid out one hundred fifteen million dollars in overtime. Shit, really? Yeah. yeah. So hey, whatever. You know, just as long as they're paying. Well, where was I? There was a jurisdiction. Fuck. Where did I just read that they were? Oh, LAPD was not paying overtime anymore for the extra hours. And I don't know how the fuck that's even possible of all places, California, which every labor labor law is catered around California. That's ridiculous. I don't know how the fuck that's going to like, could you imagine getting marching orders to go and do riot? Like exactly what you're doing right now for straight pay. (laughs) No, thank you. Fuck that. So uh, a fan reached out and was telling me that a small town uh, down by me um, had a mayor that allowed uh, a group of people to protest or or riot or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it's a small town uh, called Fredericksburg. And by small town here down in northern Virginia, it's about 25,000 people. So for us down here, that's small. But you know, for like Iowa or wherever some of you are from, 25,000 a lot. But Mike, that's nothing, right? No, not even close. Not even close. So um, apparently Tupper, Tucker Carlson uh, did a news story on this about ha- how basically cutting the balls off from these police departments is causing mass ar- anarchy, which which it is because basically what's happening is, is there's lawlessness and you're just allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can occupy city streets, take it over and call it um, a neutral zone or whatever the fuck. And we'll get to that in a minute. And, you know, these officers are just being told kid gloves or gloves off altogether. So these. Trying to be nice as possible. 
these individuals are taking advantage of it. And we're seeing mass spikes in uh, violent crimes. We're seeing mass spikes in homicides and shootings. Shootings are ridiculous. Are ridiculous, especially like up by you. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, you know, backbone, you know, backbone of the department's patrol. You know, uh, I did some time doing uh, anti-crime. Um, and, and, you know, those guys are guys that are getting guns. I got a couple guns in crime. I mean, you know, you're not seeing those uh, blue and white cars. You're, you know, you're not seeing anything. These perps are not seeing anything. You know, you roll up on them. They're flashing a the gun out. You see the gun in the small of their back. Hey, it's got a, you got a collar. Now, forget it. They see you, hear you coming. They hear you coming from miles away. So it's, it's the city's done. Yeah. So this fan reached out to me and said, hey, <clears throat> hey, you might want to t- tune into Tucker Carlson. Did he so- cough like that, too? Did he go, hey, uh, uh. you done? Sorry. OK, spit it uh, out. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> um, so Tucker Carlson did this uh, special. So I caught it on YouTube. I clipped it. I'm going to play you a bit. I'll set it up because I don't want to ruin it. But basically, this lady. She's driving along. She's probably on her way to fucking Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> fucking kids in the car, and she drives right into this protest slash riot. And uh, this is what happened. So, uh, listen to this. There uh, we go. Virginia. It's a nine one one call recorded earlier this month. A woman called Tara Durant took her young daughter on errands downtown. As the two tried to drive home, a mob surrounded their vehicle and blocked it from moving. Several people jumped on Durant's car and screamed obscenities at her child. Terrified, Tara Durant called 911. And here's the response she got. They're, they're on my car, right? They're on my car right now. But we would suggest you slowly drive through the area. Don't hit anyone with your vehicle. I, I cannot get out of here, okay? Be patient, but I'll, I'll let the officers know, okay? Are, are you serious? The city told us that we can't do anything, ma'am. The city told us that this is a sanctioned event. Get out of my car! You know, this is going to get dangerous. I got a kid here. Yes, ma'am. It was just that you call up City Hall to let them know about your frustrations. Get out of my car! This is getting scary! They're on my car! They're on my car! And I got a little girl in the car crying. Are you kidding me? They're on my car! They're on my car! I, I mean, do you hear? I mean, that's got to be happening across. It's like this lady, they're on her fucking car, and nine one one, and God bless the dispatchers because it's not their fault, man. I mean, they're. I feel so bad for the dispatcher. I mean, I'm laughing, but I'm not. I, I don't think it's a. <laughs> I don't think it's funny, but it's ridiculous. Like, like, like that's the new norm. Yeah, man. It's it's it's. <laughs> it's fucking with Call up City Hall and tell them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry that you're gonna get killed or you're gonna get seriously hurt. <laughs> Please don't run over anybody. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, it's- well, it gets worse. So, uh, this story gets gets a little bit worse. Ma'am, comes the reply. We would suggest you call up City Hall to let them know about your frustrations. Those are verbatim quotes. It's hard to listen to that tape without feeling emotional. A woman and her child were terrorized by a violent mob, and then they were intentionally abandoned by the state that has promised to protect them. It was the ultimate betrayal of citizenship. You should know that the mayor of Fredericksburg, Virginia, a woman called Mary Catherine Greenlaw, later apologized. But Greenlaw did not apologize to Tara Durant or her young daughter. The mayor apologized to the mob. (laughs) Police had tried to disperse them while they were rioting. Quote, I am personally sorry, Mayor Greenlaw slobbered. I want to apologize to those who went through this fearful experience. Again, to be crystal clear, Mayor Greenlaw said that to the rioters, not to the citizens she had cruelly abandoned. I love Tucker Carlson, man. That guy is fucking yeah, 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 yeah. He he fucking like he is a sad. I don't know if he's the one that writes that mono the uh, monologue, but when he said she slobbered that, <laughs> I, when I was clipping that, bro, I almost lost my fucking brain. <laughs> he is savage and he is super pro police. Yes, that's what I love about him. I love Tucker Carlson. Yes, but how fucking out of touch as a politician are you? Like. 
you do understand that those people that are rioting and doing that dumb shit don't have any fucking job. The majority of them don't have any fucking jobs, right? Like, you're worried about that vote? Are you? Are you really worried about that? They, yeah, they are. Because you know what? If they get a vote from, from anybody, that's good for them. You know, all these little savages, you know, running around the streets. You know, These fucking libtards. The, you know, they're fucking, you know, half of them are fucking, you know, mommy, you know, I hate mommy and daddy, you know, uh, you know, curly hair, you know, they're, they're you know what, they, I, I had this one bitch give me the finger. She was giving me the finger and she was going, fuck you, you murderer. And then I look, she's got orange fucking underpit hair, under armpit hair, orange. I'm like, come on, man. So she's like, fuck you. I'm just waving, saying thank you. You know, like, I mean, like, what do you do? Like, these savages, they have no respect for for anybody, you know? Well, I, I tell you, man, I, I think I think the silent majority needs to fucking start speaking up. I think if shit doesn't start changing this shit about indicting cops. Um, oh, I read, my- I read, not to interrupt, I read an article today, the, uh, videos in the uh, online where a cop. Um, I think he was making an arrest or he was trying to break up something and mm-hmm. perp turns around, punches him in the face. And then mm-hmm. three guys are beating the balls off this cop. Yep. The I, I, he, yeah. he, he draws his weapon. And now, you know, the good mayor of uh, New York city um, says that this cop should have his gun and shield taken away from him. Because he pulled out his firearm unnecessarily, like motherfucker, you, you're you're getting beat. You're mm-hmm. getting beat. What now? What happens if this guy goes unconscious? Goes unconscious. Where's his? And they get a gun. Where's his weapon? I mean, come on, man. It's just it's sick. It's sad. And and listen, if a cop takes out his gun and just starts menacing people for no no reason, then yeah. Yeah, then all day long. I'm with you. I'm with you. Something, shit. something wrong. Yeah. But if I'm getting my ass handed to me and I'm fearing for my safety, I got to do what I got to do to get home. Uh, it's no, you know, and then you know what? Fuck you. You're going to, you're going to suspend me and take my gun away from me. It's just wrong. It's wrong. I hope that cop sues, sues the balls off everybody. Well, it's, it's bled over to here. Um, you know, as much as I love to talk about my former agency. Um, because it's the model agency of the United States. Um, a officer that used to work for me in my um, unit that I ran for five years was just terminated yesterday. Uh, so by the time this comes out, it'll be like a week or two. Uh, he used a control hold that was not an impact weapon in January and was terminated yesterday uh, for using a force that was not necessary but legally justified. Are we going to make up rules? uh, My favorite chief of police literally said in a press release that although legally justified was not warranted. Right, and didn't he say something like he wasn't going to tolerate any yeah like come on man i was there for 15 years dude and i've never seen a press release of somebody terminated for excessive use of force i've never seen it before never that is a complete and utter total fucking political hit job and they fucking they fired this kid and they've ruined his law enforcement career this is the third fucking person in less than two months from that agency so when we talk about police oversight and police reform, I'm fully for it when agencies have lost their fucking mind when it comes to um, legitimate discipline or um, fair punishment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but once an agency has lost its mind like that, now I'm for complete oversight. In that particular instance, Citizen review boards are a necessity because when you have a tyrant chief of police or a chief of police who is a dictator and just willy nilly decides what punishment happens for their for their people, that's the problem. So either change the chief and change the culture 
or get somebody in there to review the discipline because this kid did not deserve that. I've known this kid for the, as long as he's worked for that agency. He was off probation and everything. Like it was- oh, dude, he, had, he had like seven or eight years on. It's seven or eight years on. He was, he's a fucking residential officer. He lives in a fucking, he lives in a community that's low income. He lives inside of that community for free to help um, fix the, the, the neighborhood. So this isn't some shithead fucking officer. This is a dude who's part of the community policing unit. He gives a shit. He's a hard worker. He's part of the fucking honor guard on top of it. And what on honor guard. Like, what did the union say about it? Oh, don't, don't get me. Did they just started. fucking run for the hills like they always do? Don't fucking get me started, bro. I mean, they're all fucking, they're all, they all got their balls tucked up like like fucking silence of the lambs because at some point you're going to need to do a vote of no confidence on a tyrant. I mean at some point you got to turn around and you got to say, "Hey, listen, the leadership that we have is not doing their job." If you can't see that this guy just hung this fucking kid out to drive for nothing. And 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 let me back up. Make make make, make an example out of him. That's all it is. And that's the thing. Here's the thing is I obviously don't know everything. You don't know everything about the story. It's not public. Investigations happen behind closed door. But let's just say that this was done, that this officer did something horrifically wrong. Do we really need to do a press release about him being terminated? Do we really? And then we lie about it and say it's because the press was nosing around and wanted to know about this case. I found this out yesterday. Well, it's just That's the biggest bullshit. It's just look at me. Hey, look at me. You know, yeah. everything going on in the city, everything going around, everything going on in the city. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm, look I'm how, with you. I am. Yeah. Look how transparent I am. He might as well just take a fucking knee. Fucking unbelievable. Transparent. My fucking ass losing good quality, fucking solid officers. Officers that that can fucking see hand in hands, officers that are out there and proactive and getting, like you said, getting guns and drugs off the fucking street. We're losing them in record numbers. I get emails from people, from fans all the time saying, I'm fucking done with this shit. I'm out. And these are people with 10 or less years on that are fucking leaving this profession in record fucking numbers. And what am I going to tell them? What am I going to say to them? Stick it out. Stick it out. No, because what I'm learning now that I'm out of it, I'm worth more in the private sector than I am in a fucking uniform. Yeah, absolutely. I'm waiting for a clearance to come back on a job that's going to pay me twice as much as what I was making as a fucking cop with no stress. Well, not no stress, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, and 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 I'm like two seconds away from I saw this. Um, I saw this article uh, for a job um, I was going to put in for it, and um, I'm going to forward to you instead. Uh, it's security at a strawberry and blueberry farm. Um, and I was like, that seems like a really fucking cool job. But, you know, like I, I'm in Virginia. I've never been to a strawberry or blueberry farm. Mike, have you uh, have you ever been to a strawberry or blueberry farm? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, well, funny you bring this up. Oh, it is funny. Yeah, funny. When when have you gone to a strawberry or blueberry farm? Well, by the time this episode comes out uh, the other day. Yeah. Today, when we record, oh. the reason why we're recording now is because you were at a strawberry and blueberry farm, right? Yeah, absolutely. In New York. Yeah. Yeah. You got them. Yep. I got them and stuff. Yep. Strawberries. Did strawberries, did blueberries, raspberries. It was beautiful. You physically picked them. Fuck yeah. So you grab what was it, a basket? Like a, like a, not like a wood basket? No, or just like a little, like a little, um, a little fruit basket. You just pick them off the tree and you put them down in the fucking basket. I, there's got to be pictures of you picking shit off of it. Like you literally went up to the tree and you selected strawberry. Which, what did you select? What was your favorite? That was the blueberry guy. Did blueberries. You, when we did strawberries. We did both. But you were picking blueberries. I picked blueberries. Yes. How, how many blueberries did you wind up picking? A lot. Did you find it as a stress reliever? I'll send you a picture. Did you find it as a stress reliever? Um, it was nice. It frustrated. It was nice. I can't see you doing it. Well, why not? Listen, it was brought up to me by my girl. She's like, I want to go. Stra- I want to go strawberry picking. The next mm-hmm. thing you know, friends, family, and the whole goddamn what? yeah, everybody. We you know, we had like eight people or six people what? strawberry strawberry picking. It was beautiful. 
how many how much strawberries did you want to bring them back? Um, I don't know. Are you gonna really eat them, or are they gonna fucking like they're gonna fucking mold in your? What the fuck do you think you do with them? I'm eat I'm them. gonna make blueberry pancakes. Oh my! I'm gonna God. make strawberry daiquiris, non-alcoholic. I gotta tell you, I've known you for over twenty years, and when you told me on the phone that you were gonna go strawberry and blueberry picking, the first thing I said was what? <sighs> what did I tell you? Uh, this oh no, you're not. I said yeah, I am. We gotta talk about this on air. I'm like, come on, man. What's going on the show? And you're like, no. And then you started to talk to me about. It. I go, shh, 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 shh. leave it. I don't leave. It. I don't want nothing. I want it raw and uncut, just like for our fans. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Don't tell me anything about it. So, tell me about this interview that you that you secured because I've been promoting it on social media and how. Did you wind up getting, first of all, tell the fans what's going on, because this is a very, very special episode. All right. Well, I, you know, I don't like what's going on in Seattle. It's uh, it's just disgusting. Uh, uh, somebody reached out to me. Um, who had a, You're talking about the neutralized zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, somebody reached out to me, um, and they want to get their message across. Um, so they said, listen, we're just people. We're just people trying to communicate what's correct to what, what they want, how they want things to go in the world. So I said, all right. I said, well, you know, I might, uh, you know, I got to talk to you, of course, um, mm-hmm. because you say I offer nothing to the, uh, the show. Um, and he said, yeah, I want to come on and uh, I want to answer questions from fans. So I know you threw out, uh, I think, on social media that, uh, you know, people throw out questions. I got some emails with some good questions um, that I'm going to ask um, this guy and uh, we'll go from there. You know, I don't know. It, hey, listen, it could be good. It could be shit. The fuck do I know? Well, the hard part was trying to figure out the technical aspect because they have nothing in the in the neutralized zone. So there's not like we couldn't set up a studio. It was hard getting the technical stuff in order for this interview. So yeah, I mean, you know, and then he was a cop, and well, they don't like to be called police officers. No, whatever the fuck, leader. Well, I don't know the fuck. What title is right. What's that again? You're gonna ask him what his title is. Yeah, I'm in- yeah, it's, yeah. They don't like law enforcement. They don't like paramedics. They don't like first responders, but they have a police force in there. So they have some sort of security in there patrolling the, the, the uh, neutralized zone, uh, the chop Chaz, right? They, they can't figure out which one they want to keep chop or Chaz. It fluctuates. Um, you know, and, and but, it, you know, it, it might, you know, like, listen, it might, we might not even use it. Cause I don't even know if it's, you know, the f- uh, fucking guy is like, I can call you on a satellite phone. I'm like, how the fuck do you have a satellite phone? Satellite phone. So he gives me this. I get this number. It's a fucking satellite phone. I'm like, it's like star nine plus one yeah. six. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, my man, how, how who's paying for this shit? <laughs> you are. So I'm like, yeah, it's exactly what he said. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I said, listen, I said, um, you know, I'm going to ask some questions. I said, I have some people that are kind of, you know, mean, you know, they, they can ask some, you know, harsh questions. And the response was, you know, I, I felt like I was talking to fucking Drago from Rocky. Like, <laughs> I don't care. He dies. He dies. So, so I don't fucking know. He, you know, first of all, I'm honored uh, that he chose the roll call room podcast and that he didn't go on another podcast and do this interview. So, Super, super honored about that. Yeah, but and, but he might get phone calls after this. What I oh no, yeah, definitely. What I told him, I told him was that you know if anybody else reaches out to him, um, you know, you're exclusive. This is an exclusive. And then yeah, and then he fucking turned around. He's like, "Well, if you want me to be exclusive, you have to pay me." I'm like, hey, I'm like, motherfucker, we're not in your fucking erotic zone. I mean, no, we don't. The, the, we don't. We got no budget. We got no bud. budget. What the fuck. We got no budget, I'll buddy. Send you a fucking swag pack, but that's about it. I mean, get the fuck. Swag pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So I think we're just gonna get to it because the fans really want to hear it. So we'll take a break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna, um, we're gonna do our interview with live from Chop Chaz, uh, the police officer or whatever they like to be called. Uh, live from Seattle. So folks, 
stick around and um I can't I cannot wait. Oh, my dear, it's been a difficult year. And terrors don't prey on innocent victims. Trust me, darling. Trust me, darling. It's been a loveless year. I'm a man of three fears. Integrity, faith, and crocodile tears. Trust me, darling. Trust me, darling. So look me in the eyes. Tell me what you see. Into the Wild is a podcast that gives true and gripping tales of survival, tragedy, and triumph from the depths of the wild. If you're going to venture into the wild or the woods, you're going to want to check out In the Wild podcast. Some great gripping stories about survival in the wilderness. Check them out on all podcast platforms like Spotify and iTunes. Or check them out on Narrative.fm. Again, In the Wild. Such a great podcast. Check them out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from break. I am so, so pumped about coming back from break. Uh, Mike, are you nervous a little bit? Yeah, kind of am. It's a little weird. It is a little weird, bro. Um, you're going to do fine, bro. I know this is your first time taking the lead on an interview. You know, just let the, let the interview just rock and roll, dude. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully uh, the fans like it and we could do more of this. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope you enjoy it. The following is a CNN special report. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, Mike here. Uh, we're just going to, uh, I guess we're just going to roll right into this. Uh, I'm going to see if I can uh, get this guy on the phone. Uh, Caller, are you on the air? Hello? 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 Can you, can you hear me? Uh, uh, yes, I can hear you. I'm on my satellite phone. Oh, yep, we discussed that about the satellite phone. Um, all right, so I'm not going to give uh, your real name out. I'm uh, from Gander We're going to uh, call you Sparkplug, uh, Sparky for short, if that's okay. Yes. yes. Okay. All right, pal. So uh, I just got uh, a bunch of questions. Hey, hey, hey buddy, you got you got to get on that bicycle. You can't push it. Over. Okay, God, I'm sorry. I'm doing. No, it's all right. Listen, we just need to concentrate. I know you got a lot of things going on, so we'll we'll get this over with quick. Okay. Uh, so first of all, uh, my name is Mike um, Sparky. Uh, we just got some questions from the fans. If uh, you don't mind answering them. Uh, no, we, we want to get the truth out. Want to get the truth out. Okay, great, great. So uh, my first question from uh, a fan is uh where did you grow up I, i'd like to keep that quiet but uh i grew up in a small town uh, just uh, north of seattle um uh, yeah that's all i'd like to volunteer at this point okay great that's that's this interview is going to go great um uh so what uh what did you what did you do before this as a, a job or uh for work to get money uh, I was part-time as a barista at Starbucks, and I also worked at Whole Foods. Um, I uh, I was the bagger. I bagged mm. a lot. I took a lot of bags. About so my bag. I put a lot of stuff in bags. So we can call you Sparky the Bagger. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. Well, paper bags. It's good oh. for the environment. Mm, true. Yes. Very, very yeah. good. So we're just going to get right into this. Yeah. Um, you know. What's going on? What's what's going on in uh, in your erotic zone, or uh, I'm sorry, the Chaz zone, Chopper zone, whatever? What, what do you want to call it? Chaz, Chaz, 
Chaz or Chop, please don't be disrespectful. Please. I'm sorry. I apologize. Apologize. Uh, what's going on there? I mean, not that much. It's it's actually going really good. We're proving the point that we can uh, sustain a a um, um, a society uh, where uh, law enforcement uh, is not needed, and uh, we can police ourselves with no incidences. And uh, we have uh, created our own currency, and uh, we we're doing a good job. You know, we got our own political system here. Uh, you know, we are we have coined the circle jerk political system. Uh, you know, we just that's it's working perfectly. The, the decisions are being made uh, uh, very very fast. Uh, are you and, do you make those decisions? Like, what rank are you? Uh, my title here is the community safety angel. Uh, so my job as the community safety angel is to secure. The, are you laughing? No, I, I coughed. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It might be the side. I didn't, I didn't make the title up there, Mike. Uh, these, this is the, the title that was given to me uh, uh, by the the senior uh, lollipop guild. Uh, uh, you know, Mike and Ike Junjun. Uh, that's the, that's our leader. Um, I mean, you you really must hate your parents. Let's get right I, into it. Let's Sparky. Let's get right into it. You well, really, I love my parents. you you really must hate your parents. I mean, do you think this is a rebellion? I mean, I'm not a rebellious. I've always been into hemp and uh, you still live home with your parents, don't you? That's a, that's irrelevant. I live in the basement, and it's separate. I, I have a separate entrance. And were you ex- not? Were you not loved as a child? I was very loved. My the people father, want to know. The people want to know. My father would buy me a new keyboard every week because. I would wear out my keyboard from typing so hard on the internet because I had such strong opinions about how law enforcement should do their job. Uh, so who makes the rules? Where? In your erotic zone, on the neutral zone. I told you, Ginger and Lollipop, uh, Mike and Ike. But are they a part of a union? No, uh, no, no. no un- we don't believe in unions here. We do a circle jerk system. We... So- so the leader, once the shit goes down, is the leader going to run for the hills? That's like once the build bulldozers. I heard they were there well, the beginning of the week. That, they, that is fake news. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and listen to bulldozers and 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 this other nonsense that you hear on your on your uh, your your brainwashing news system that you have. All right, uh, everything uh, is in order here. We don't have violence in here. Uh, we There's no no violence, no, no violence. All right, uh, I heard, I read a news article. Two people were shot the other day. They and- were shot with love, Mike. They were shot with love. And uh, we, uh, if they hypothetically, if they were shot, we have medical uh, personnel in here that have uh, to- tofu impact kits. Uh, we we uh, we are. We are doing good, and nobody has been shot. Nobody's been injured here. Uh, we have a sustainable I mean, system in here. Yeah, you're right. I did. I saw a good article where uh, somebody, uh, one of your guys, was shot with a rubber bullet, and uh, you guys applied that tourniquet really good on that flesh wound. Really uh, good, I must say. Let me tell you something. We uh, before they the uh, the uh, outside influence had turned off our internet access. We were YouTubing really, really well um, uh, the other day. Uh, one of our um, makeshift doctors was doing open heart surgery uh, and was using YouTube, and they shut it off right in the middle. So, um, you know, he's got a 50-50 chance right now. So, you know, we're just packing it with tofu, hoping he's going to pull through. So, so you, are you considered a ranking member? Uh, in the uh, in the um, yes in the uh, hey 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 guys guys hacky sack somewhere else all right I apologize it's, it's you know uh, I got I'm uh, I'm pulling double duty today you know what I'm saying it's uh, crazy uh, uh, I got ran the hot dog or I'm sorry the uh, the uh, uh, fake beef stand before I started and I signed into the community safety angel position. 
All right. So since you're a ranking officer, as you claim, do you get your own private bathroom? Uh, well, when you say bathroom, are you talking about your version or your your uh, ideology of a bathroom? But what what do you consider a bathroom then? Well, we have several different kinds. So um, we have a Home Depot bucket. Uh, those are for our executive branch. Uh, we then have a KFC chicken bucket that is for your medium to uh, lower class. And then for our visitors, because, Mike, we do get visitors that do come through here. It's a big tourist attraction. Really? Uh, yes, very big. Uh, we use a tuna fish can. A uh, tuna fish can uh, fills up pretty quickly, and it kind of gives you the, the – uh, Gives a little tingle, let you know, hey, it's done. Mm. Time to move on. Okay, okay. So, um, little little Ewick, um, sent over to me. What would you do to if the world ended next week? It's ending right now. We're in the we're in the middle of the apocalypse right now. I don't know if you've noticed. Well, yeah, but I mean, you want to, you know, you have demands. And it's I want to kiss a girl for the first time. That's what I want to do. You um, are you a Dungeons and Dragons player? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Who isn't? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who isn't? Um, well, uh, next question, please. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Were you laughing? No, no, no. Sorry. Oh, good, good. So, so what's the atmosphere like over there? It's great. I ever is having a good time. You know, there's no rules over here. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. And, you know, we try and keep it lighthearted. You know, we don't we don't want to be oppressed anymore. We don't want to pay taxes. We don't want uh, the police to dictate what we can and cannot do. And uh, yeah, but you say that. But uh, you and your upper echelon are are making rules. And, you know, you, I heard you guys are charging. um restaurants and businesses fake news. that's fake news that is that is the furthest thing from the truth we have a tofu fund and uh you have to put into the tofu fund for you to receive tofu tofu is not free i don't know if you know but uh, you know tofu is expensive and uh you know if you want to have a restaurant here you've got to pay the tofu tax that's what we call it the tofu tax mm. Okay, that's weird, but okay. And we spread it. We spread it. We, so, uh, I mean, you guys are are um, making laws and and rules and regulations. I don't like that term. You don't like that term? I don't like laws and regulations. Okay, well, what do you want to? Okay, so you guys are making a cookie cutting list. Cookie cutting? What? Well, what do you what do you want us to call it? An organic tree branches all right so you guys are having an organic tree branches of criteria that's a good word good that's powerful so so how do you guys respond to like smart no not really city uh city schooled uh, no uh, let's not get this onto me um how do you guys respond to 911 calls well first of all we don't use 911 we use 119 uh where we uh we don't subscribe to your normal way of doing things but um uh we use use smoke signals smoke signals don't be don't be don't be rude seashells don't be rude yes where Uh, the fuck are you getting seashells are they imported yes if you take the seashells and you if you see a seashell and you turn it over it's got a lot of little ridges you just grind the ridges and we hear it and we come running and uh, you know, depending on how hard you rub it, uh, that's how hard we come. We come hard and deep, mm. hard and deep, just like Fast. hard and crunchy in your mouth. What is? What reference is that? I'm sorry, it was just a reference from the. Obviously, you haven't listened to our show. I I've never even heard of you guys before. I, I did I did hear that the other uh, the other host is way funnier than 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 you, uh, but. Uh, again, I've never listened, uh, or I did listen back in the day, but there was a different. I think there was a different host. Yeah, yeah, he kind of ran for the hills uh, when shit kind of uh, got thick. He didn't have the right uh, equipment, the boots. I thought we were talking about my chats. 
All right, since this is actually going nowhere, and I think you're a big douchebag. Oh, okay. I have one last question. Yes, please, because I've got to do my security rounds, please. Um, and this this question is everybody's asking this question. Have you pre-ordered Nick's book? Yes, I uh, I actually pre-ordered his book on uh, mentalhealthbarricade.com. Uh, uh, I'm really anticipating that book coming out. Um, I believe there's going to be a chapter about Chaz, Chad. Right. And But do you guys have issues with your leaders? I don't have leaders, Michael. Well, you know, you have, you know, you have a head guy who's, who is saying that, you know, that city will stay intact until their demands are met. Yes. So, I mean, I consider you guys a terrorist group. A what? D- domestic a terrorist group. Terror group. We are causing no terror. We cause rainbows and butterflies and tofu. You know what? There's only so much tofu that could be supplied by your demands. That's not true. All right. Well, listen, uh, I appreciate you. uh... I'd like to come on again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'll I'll, uh, I'll get my co-host Nick and, uh, you know, we'll, you know, I got your satellite number, which kind of sucks. Um. So uh, we'll we'll be in touch, and uh, you know if you ever want to come on and talk about your uh, leaders, um, then hey, please, you know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Uh, I wish you well, um, and uh, when those bulldozers come and knock the shit out of you, they're not going to do that. All right. All right, All right uh, cupcake. All right. Cupcakes. All right. All right. Well, uh, just uh, hey, listen. Make up with your parents. Fuck you. Make a, listen. They love you. I'm hanging up on you. Just, just you. It, just love them. I'm hanging up. On you. Just love them. Okay, buddy. It's okay. Spark plug. I think he hung up on you. Shit. That was incredible, bro. Bastard. I didn't think you were gonna get all those questions out. I was. No, I, I, I was trying to remain as quiet as I could. He was just riveting. I was trying, man. I just. I don't know. I don't know. It was just I don't weird know about those satellite phones. Yeah, it was kind of it was going in and out on me, so I really couldn't understand. I think it's because it bounces off of the satellites and yeah, Elon yeah. Musk has all that shit. Like locked yeah, up. I don't know, I don't know. I should have asked them about you know if they're gonna start tearing down some statues. But well, they tried to do uh they tried to do a neutralized zone outside of the White House, and they were like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, Not you me. think the Secret Service is gonna fucking be? Like, All right, hey, that's just it was uh, park police, bro. It was park police. They were trying to tear down the statue in front of the White House. They destroyed it, it though. Like it was and everything. It was great during uh, Occupy Wall Street. Um, these fucking guys just sleeping bags and whatever. One. Yeah, or- <laughs> one early morning sanitation came in. Oh, anybody in this tent? Nope. All right. Garbage. What? Garbage. Yeah, and they just fucking took it right back. It's fucking amazing. The current mayor, too, right? No, I um no, I think it was um it was the previous one. Was yeah. Bloomberg? Bloomberg. Yeah, because I don't see this one doing very much. Like I, I, this is gonna get worse before it gets better. Like Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, I gotta tell you, man, I think it's gone on way too long. The, the occupied area, whatever in, uh, in Chaz chap chop, whatever the fuck they call in the erotic zone. <laughs> he didn't like you saying that. No, listen, I, I'm going to call it what it is. I'm not calling it the fuck. Did you hear that. when he said that his dad buys him a keyboard every week? <laughs> keyboard warrior. That's fucking yeah. insane. dude. Yeah. That's- He's a fucking, yeah, that's all he is. I mean, Listen, he doesn't have the. Pl- I'm surprised because they're usually rich bitches from. Yeah, yeah, they're usually like upper class, like kids that have been like. Daddy, I want Daddy, a podcast. I want a podcast. I want a podcast, and I want it to be Christian. <laughs> oh my podcast. god! I and I want to talk about things. <laughs> and then maybe I can have my sister share them. Oh my god! And like them. Oh my god, Daddy! I want to do dirty things. I want to do dirty uh, things. That's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I I don't know, man. I and and the bigger problem is is that I think police leadership right now, not not in your agency, but I think a lot of the messages that I'm getting from people in law enforcement is is that they're just they're the leadership right now just has no idea what the fuck to do. They don't know if they're coming or they're going. They don't know if they should. 
do enforcement or not do enforcement or just sit there or, you know, do traffic tickets. Don't do traffic. They just don't know what the fuck is going on, man. I feel bad for you guys out there. You know, you know, we joke, but you guys are stuck in the shit sandwich right now. I just feel bad for you. Yeah, man. Just, it, it sucks. It, It really does. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in the thick of it with, with them. You know, I feel bad. Um, it's just, we just got to keep on rolling, keep on rolling, doing what we're doing. Make sure we go home at night. You know, I know this shit is, is, um, taking a toll on a lot of people. Um, yeah, that's my big, big concern, man, is, is my big concern is, is the mental health piece right now. Um, I'm really, really scared about, uh, how this is going to adversely affect the mental health for law enforcement or first responders in general, because our medics, uh, they're getting shit now. Our fire departments are getting shit now. Like, this is not a good time to be a first responder, and I get it. And, folks, if you're out there and you're struggling and, and you need some help, you got to go on bluehelp.org. You got to go get the resources, cop line, the text line. All of that stuff is available for you, and you got to reach out. Um or, yeah, or if you want to, sh- yeah, if you just want to shoot the shit, you want to just, you know, you, you listen, not a lot, you know, we're cops, man. We don't trust a lot of people. You know, we, we think that, uh, you know, we go and tell somebody that we're going to lose our guns and we're going to, you know, we're going to be, you know, designated that, that person. Yeah. But yo, you want to shoot the shit. You want to shoot me an email, man. I'll talk to you. We can, we can go back and forth. That's fine with me. Yeah. And a lot of times Michael and I will share the emails that you sent to us specifically only because um, it's important for both of us to know what's going on. But, you know, Mike and I, we joke about my book that's coming out, but I will tell you that the book seriously breaks down a lot of the stigma and it breaks down exactly why we're losing officers in record numbers. Um, you know, I wrote this book because I w- and it's not it's not long like this isn't like a 400 page book it's like 160 pages i think it wound up shaking out to be how, how many pages of pictures uh none oh damn i know you're you're fucking screwed. But i made it short i made it more like um a, a really thin book only because i know how i am every time somebody would tell me to go read a book they'd hand me this book and it was fucking like super thick and i'd be like listen i don't even have enough fucking time for like to do shit with my family. I need it short and sweet. I need it spelt out. I don't need each chapter to be 40 pages long. So um, my book is, is, is short in the sense where it's very, very direct and it's very blunt. Uh, and it attacks, uh, I don't want to say attacks, but it certainly does address a lot of the issues with upper leadership and that being the root cause, the root problem of what we're, what we got going on. Um, leadership needs to pay attention and they need to check on their people because, um, you know, I think the pendulum is going to swing very, very soon with law enforcement suicides. So unfortunately, I think you're right. Yeah. But I will tell you, if you are looking for a stress reliever or something to ease your, um, stress, what I like to do is I like to make myself a nice peacemaker coffee, um, and sit and enjoy, firehouse cookie dough company cookies and cookie dough which is made fresh and shipped to your house uh within two days of making it um peacemakercoffeecompany.com makes some of the best coffee out there and they have two new brand blends uh two of which i got to test before any of you fuckers got to drink it and it was fantastic uh, if you go on rollcallroom.com, there are discount codes next to the pictures um, so you can save money on these fine retailers. Uh, and then what I usually like to do is I like to get a little freaky. I like to put on my Midnight Platoon uh, shirt and um, go ahead and um, have my Peacemaker coffee and my Firehouse Cookie Dough Company uh, while I'm sitting there, you know, just just on a side note with uh, Midnight Platoon, um, like I said in my the previous, um, that guy's awesome, dude. Yeah, Drew. Let me tell you, that's my boy. I know him twenty years. Also, we were uh, in the academy together. Let me tell you something. You got to go to his website, man. Check out some of the shit he's got coming up. 
Yeah. You got to keep going back because he's got some new designs coming out. They're on fire. You got to go on Grant. You got to go on his Instagram. Subscribe. He doesn't do Twitter. He's not really big into Facebook. He's really big into the gram. Uh, it's at Midnight Platoon. Check his stuff out. Um, I'm telling you, his shirts. I mean, I've been buying stuff from him for ten years, ten years now, and I'll tell you, his quality is top fucking notch. Yep. And that one, if you go on MidnightPlatoon.com and you use promo code RCR15, you'll save fifteen percent on your purchase. They've got fucking sick ass hats. The patches are awesome. Awesome. He just did some patches. Uh, for street crimes being uh, disbanded. He's doing fucking great stuff. I love his stuff. And folks, you know, the stuff that we're plugging, the sponsors that we're getting, we're we're getting these because we believe in the product. We like the product. A firehouse cookie dough company. Man, I can fucking sit there and eat a bucket of their cookie dough. Uh, you know what I got? You know what I got today? What'd you get? I didn't mean to cut you off. I do that a lot. I got my salty dog apparel today. <gasps> Ooh, what'd you get? I got I got a bunch of those shirts, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, I love those dudes. We weren't live, so I wasn't gonna put one on, but yeah. You know, um, I got my girl uh, tank top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. them yesterday. Um, Fucking awesome. And then the big big announcement is is now we have ferociousbeer.com. Is yeah, I, I gotta I gotta look, I gotta look up, bro. You're getting a little uh, a little straggly oh, over there. Straggly, but um. That's coming. That's coming up. Uh, the promo code for that's already out. Go on our website for that. Um, we were super stoked about getting a beard sponsor. Really super stoked. And then there's another pierce beer beard sponsor. piercing piercing what? another beard sponsor that we're going to have as well. So we're going to have two. One is owned by a law enforcement officer, and then uh, the other one uh, is just he's just a fantastic guy from Texas that we hooked up with. So uh, you know, a lot of good things are happening, folks. A lot of uh, a lot of fantastic things, but the way to spread the show is is like and share, share and like. You got to spread the message. Comedy is the way right now. This is what we need to push out to the general crowd um, to help with mental health. I've already said it once before, but go on bluehelp.org and go get yourself some uh, some resources. Mike, you have any? Fantastic. This episode was all about you. <laughs> For once, you contributed. I won't get any hate mail finally about you. Yeah. Listen, everybody, you got to let it out. We're taking too much shit. Can't let it keep it bottled in, man. Just talk to somebody. Let it out. Hit me up on my uh, email, mike at rollcallroom.com. Hit up Nick. Um, you know, we'll keep everything confidential. Yep. Or if you want, just just tell me where you're from, bro. That's all. That's whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, we got tons and tons of posters still to give out. So if you want to sign poster, um, please reach out to one of us. We love giving posters and swag and stickers and stuff out. Our challenge coins, J-Rod from CopperGear.biz. Um, I talked to him the other day. Uh, our challenge coins will be ready by um, the first-ish, second-ish week of July. So those challenge coins will be out. We'll be selling those. Uh, Mike and I are going to work something out and probably do some donations with the sales of those uh, challenge coins. So uh, just look out for those. Uh, shameless pl plug right now. Go to mentalhealthbarricade.com. Pre-order my book. The book is at the printers. So uh, the book should be coming out right on target for the first week of August. So I'm going to be shutting pre-sales off pretty soon. The hey, do you think you can make this into a movie too? Yeah. You yeah. think I can get a spot in there? Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, because we're running out of time, I can see the <laughs> clock counting down. Go on imdb.com. Check that shit out. It's fucking Dude, amazing. <laughs> how fucking sick is that? That's pretty cool, bro. I can die a happy man right now. Go on imdb.com where you go look up uh, movies and type in the Roll Call Room podcast and you will see that the Roll Call Room podcast is now part of imdb with all of the cast members including sarge the destroyer and sparky and steve and all of them are on there i'm so stoked um and that couldn't have happened without the fans pushing imdb to publish it so thank you so much take good care of each other and mike yeah buddy watch your six yeah yeah watch your six such a dick man why do you you always ruin that shit well great job on that interview uh, yeah yeah i know at least i'm contributing not like the last guy 
Yeah. Well, there's no way they're going to know that was me. Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you can get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today.